I bought at almost high and expect to to go higher. But actually, from 300 baht, it went down to 20 baht in just three months. Hello, fellow risk takers, and welcome to my worst investment ever. Stories of loss to keep you winning. In our community, we know that to win in investing, you must take risk. But to win big, you've got to reduce it. Today's episode is sponsored by my online course, How to Start Building Your Wealth, Investing in the Stock Market. It's a complete, proven, step-by-step -step course to guide you from novice to confident investor. To get an amazing 35% discount on this course or any other of my courses, go to myworstinvestmentever.com slash deals. My name is Andrew Stotts from A. Stotts Investment Research, and I'm here with featured guest Kawi Chutkit Kasem. Kawi, yep. are you ready to rock? Yep. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Fantastic. And I'm going to just introduce you briefly to the audience. Kawi okay. is, is a strategist and an analyst that I've seen and worked aside in the Thai stock market for decades. And he's the deputy managing director of Kasigon Securities and completed his master's of finance from the University of Toledo in Ohio, where I grew up. So, Gawi, <laughs> take a minute and fill in any further tidbits about your life. Mm -hmm. Okay. Uh, my life is so, so, so simple. I was born in Bangkok, Thailand. Okay. And go study abroad, but uh, not too many know that I am a graduate from the chemical engineering in Thailand. Mm -hmm. okay. And after I'm graduate engineering, that, uh, I'm not interested in engineering. <laughs> I'm interested in the, the economics. So I'm studying two classes in the, in the university about the economics and I, I love it. And so I'm, I'm going to, I'm planning my life and oh, I, I should go into the finance subject for the graduate school. Mm. So I'm going to the USA yep. and study the finance there. And I love it because I'm an engineer. I love the, the number, I love the number. And then going back to, uh, to the finance field, that's uh, really, really uh, interesting to, to go to, to my career. So, and when uh, did you start? Start uh, my, my career? As an analyst, uh, yeah. Uh, 25 years ago. 25, when I aged 20, 75. Yeah, I'm 50 now. <laughs> yeah. uh, 25, 25 years ago. And I applied for the job only for analysts, not anything else. And Only basically, been doing that your whole career. I'm doing that for almost 20 years, and the last five years, I went to the to be the head of the, the sales department mm. uh, because I I I met with uh, many clients who invest in the stock market, and I learned something that analyst work is sometimes is not help the investor much so i went to the to the sales and trying to be sales analyst mm -hmm. so i have experience in analysis of the company and trying to explain simple words to the investor because sometimes it's very difficult for the investor to understand the financial ratio mm. and very difficult to understand what is the fair price came from yeah it's a uh, all is the all the finance complexity, so that's and, why I come to make simple. Yeah, and why is it that most analysts never really understand that? You know, I mean, like 
Most analysts okay. don't understand their clients really. Mm -hmm. It's just like the other company, right? The, the, when they produce something, they think that, that they produce the, the, the best thing for the client. Just like the, the engineer, they produce a mobile phone, they produce whatever electronic appliance they think is the best. But when you're going to the sales, they cannot sell it. They cannot sell it because the product is still not 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 good. Because I think this happened in every aspect in That's every a great point. sector. That's mm -hmm. a great point. I mean, it's not just I've always looked at it as the analysts in research, but it's true. You know, nobody, mm -hmm. very few people can introduce a product or a service, you know, perfectly. You have to feel yep. what the customer wants and needs. Right. Right. Yeah. Uh -huh. But analysts have a feedback from sales, not from the client. Maybe that that's uh, have uh, some mistake on that. that that's why. And and analysts always think that investors know everything. <laughs> that is it. <laughs> that is it. They said a very technical word. Mm. Very very technical word. Yes. That I think customer doesn't understand. That I'm, I'm reducing the discount rate because I've adjusted my base. Oh, right. Yeah. Right. What client. <laughs> I, think, I think the institutional is okay, but for the retail investor, especially in Thailand, it's impossible. So yeah. that's like trying to share sales to the understand analysts. Mm. Okay. And can translate the analyst word, analyst world to the real world. Fantastic, okay. fantastic. Yeah, that, that, that helped a lot. And I also, 25 years ago, I have, I'm, I'm an investor too. I'm not just an analyst. Yep. Uh, 25 years ago, I started to invest. And, and I, know what, I know what investors want too, because I'm not just working and just, uh, I'm investing mm. too. Fantastic, fantastic. Today, I still invest. I still invest, but uh, the my portfolio is hurt. <laughs> yeah, everybody's portfolio is hurt. Yeah, right. Everybody's portfolio is here. Mm -hmm. All right, well, now it's time to share your worst investment ever. And since no one ever goes into their worst investment thinking it will be, tell us a bit okay. about the circumstances leading up to it and then tell us your story. Okay. I, the first I said was the conclusion of the, the mistake investment is I lost more than half of my money. More than half of my money. Luckily, Luckily, it happened at the beginning of my career. So that's not much money. That's not much money. It happened during the Tom Yam Kung crisis. Okay, Tom so 1997, crisis. 1998. 1998, yeah. Okay. Exactly. Yep. At the first year of my work, the set index, the Stock Exchange of Thailand index, went up to 1,700 points. Mm -hmm. That's the almost highest highest uh, mm. index in the decade. So somebody said that the stock index went up to 2,000 at that time. Nobody see the size, but the size is there, but mm. nobody see it. Uh, or maybe ignore it, that it's going to be crisis in the near future. Nobody knows. So, but I believe what I've done is... Uh, I believe somebody else. I believe what they said, and I not have 
much knowledge about the investment. Even after I'm graduate from the finance, <laughs> that's a really bad thing. I graduate from the finance and I invest. I shouldn't be know much about the investment. But I believe someone that the stock index is went up and everybody goes crazy and greedy. That is the way that I, I invest. So what I invest is what I ever know that's company. That's a bad thing. That's mm. a bad thing. I ever know that's company and never anal analyze that company. Because when you be analyst at the first year of career, you focus only one sector, right? Yep. So you don't know other sector. You don't know other sector. You just know the one exactly sector. So I don't know about the property, but it's that time the property is really hot. It's really, really hot. The bubble, everybody know now. But I don't know. And that's time I believe someone and I buy one stock and mm. about 300 baht, 300 baht, 10 US dollar, 300 baht. And what happened after you bought it? Uh, I bought at almost high and expect to, to go higher, but actually from 300 baht, it went down to 20 baht in just three months. <laughs> in just three months. That's a great so lesson that things can fall, you know, individual stocks can collapse. Right. Right, exactly. But what I learned is, uh, I learned is that don't believe somebody else would mm -hmm. too much, too much. Just uh, reason and take it to account and think about it by yourself. And I don't have a knowledge. I, I, I think I have a knowledge in in the finance, but it's so different when when you be the investor. When you be investor, you don't need a complicated, complicated finance formula to analyze the company. But and I don't tell, know. tell me when when it started to go down. Mm -hmm. How did you feel? What did you do? You know, I I feel shocked because of that's my first year and I got a bonus. That's a very great bonus because of mm. market at that time is very so good. I've got twelve month bonus, twelve month. But my, my salary is so low <laughs> at, that, at that time, so, so that's that not much money. But I lost more than half of that bonus, mm. more than half at, at bonus. So what I feel, you know, I, you lost money, you feel sad and, and get back to yourself. Who I am? What happened to me? I'm graduated from USA in finance, but I lost all money in the first investment. What happened? You know that at the first investment that I got, at the first experience that I got, and it's the worst experience first that I got is worse. in 25 years. First is worse. But the good is, is the first. Yep. That's not too much money. That's not too much money. And so, so what, did you, that, what I, did you do when it started going down and down and you felt bad? At what point did you yeah. decide to make a decision that I got I to gotta, I gotta sell? Yeah, I sell it at 20 baht. So, so, I, you, so I, you went I, I all the way. But yeah, yeah, I got, I'm going to the and hold cash and come back and come back. I'm not give up. Right. The, 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 I don't give up because I think the in, investment is still the good way to, to do the to make the, the wealth in the future. Right. But I, I have to think it again and find out who I am, where mm. I am, who I want to be in terms of investor, what kind of investor I want to be. Because in the first year that I invest, I don't know who I am. 
exactly what I want. I want to make a short-term profit or I want to make a long-term profit. But investor is so different. Some people love short-term trading. Some people love long-term investment. I can I find myself. I can yep. hear that. I imagine that you talk to your clients that way to say the first thing is you have to understand who you are and how you want to invest and everybody's different. Right, exactly. It doesn't matter if you are short-term trading or you are long-term trading. But mm. uh, in the first place that I invest in the property sector, I, I, I just agree and I think the, the short-term trading is a very good idea. When I go back to, to myself and ask myself that, what I want to be, but I, th I think it, no, is that the long-term investment is a good way for, for me to invest, not a not a short-term trading, right, right. not a short-term trading, not a greedy. So I'm starting to study in the real investment world, mm. not the not a finance world, not yeah. a finance. Yeah. So, so whoever not study in the finance or economic or, or in business, you can understand the investment. Doesn't yep. matter who you are. So, but you need to know who am I? Mm. Am I Got what it. kind of investor I am? Mm. So let's let's just review. What are the lessons that you've learned from this experience? Mm -hmm. The knowledge. I think the knowledge of that. I think the first thing you you have to know who who, who you are, mm -hmm. right? Uh, who the investor? What is your long term goal of the investment? Uh -huh. The second lesson is the knowledge. If you want to go in that way, you go to the long investment or the short investment, you have to know the way. I don't say that you have to know about the financial ratio or anything. You, you have to learn something about the financial ratio. Yes, right. But you don't have to, to deeply understand that. But you have to understand what, what the ratio shows you mm -hmm. if you want to be the long-term investor. Right, but if you want to be a short-term investor, you have to understand the technique to, to, to trading wealth, and you have to know the market well. Hmm. So the knowledge, the knowledge is very important before you get into the investment. Before you get into investment, doesn't matter you you give the money to the fund manager. You have to know about investment too. Mm -hmm. hmm. So yeah. the who I am and uh, no knowledge is the best lesson that I learned, and the. Uh, the third le lesson is uh, not greedy too much. Don't expect the hundred percent return in one year. Mm. That you can buy a lottery. <laughs> it's impossible. Somebody do that, but not all. In one million, maybe one people can do it, and they come back and write a book. Yeah. And you believe it. <laughs> <laughs> but what matters is your money over the long term. That person could lose it later. Yeah, right. So, so that's the All reason right. not, not to right. greedy. And right. that's the way I learned it from the laws at that time. Right. And after that, I'm, I'm lost sometimes, some years, but mm. not a lot. Yep. Not a lot of that. Good. Because Good. Uh, I look at the company, if, uh, if it... The, the way I look at the, the, the investing in the company, I, I try to think about the, the, just the company can survive in this situation, can mm. company pass the crisis. If it's, if it's still okay and can be passed the, the crisis is, and can grow it back again, I'm, I'm okay with the, with the drop of the price. But if it's not, uh, I'm gonna, I have to sell it. So, mm. so I'm better learning about that. And, and I'm more focused 
what I learned after that, I'm more focused on the dividend, not the capital gain on the dividend. So I buy stock, I'm accumulating the stock because I want the long-term cash flow, not the short-term. So I'm going to be the owner of the business. They're not going to sell their share, the owner. The mm. owner of uh, CP Group in Thailand, the owner of the PTT, the owner, no, 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 no PTT, or the, the owner of the 7-Eleven or something mm. like that in Thailand. Yep. So they're not going to sell their share. They, yep. they hold it for the long term and get the dividend. So I, I invest just like the, trying to increase cash flow every year. Got it. Okay. So yeah, yeah. I think that's great advice. And let me say a few things about what I took away from your story. You know, I want to tell you that I've now interviewed more than 200 people about their worst investment ever. And I've realized Mm -hmm. that there's six common mistakes. The most common mistake, number one, is people fail to do their research. And that is Mm. what you mentioned when you started. You just picked the company even though you didn't know much about it. The second... Right, exactly. The second most common mistake is that people fail to properly assess and manage risk. And I think Mm -hmm. about assess risk is how you look at it before you buy it. And manage risk is how you manage it after you buy it. And Mm -hmm. that has to do with, you know, diversification. You know, in those days, you know, I did the same when I was young that I'd buy one stock because somebody said, I put Mm -hmm. all my money on one. But now I know that in order to reduce risk, we need to have a more mm-hmm. diversified portfolio. The third right. mistake that people make is that they're driven by, by emotion or flawed thinking. Right. And I think in your case, mm-hmm. it wasn't that mistake so much. The fourth mistake mm-hmm. is misplaced trust. Many people lose their money because they trust the mm-hmm. wrong people. And number five, right, exactly. number five was failed to monitor their investment. There's many people, they just put their money in something and then they don't even mm-hmm. look at it. And then number six, the final one, is that they invested in a startup company (laughs) and they lost all their money. Okay. That's a classic mistake, startup company. Definitely. Um, And the problem about startup is it's a lot different from a stock or a portfolio. It's it's, Mm. it's all or nothing. You're either going to or you're going to lose it all. Yeah, right. Exactly. It's just like your bet. Uh, You can put some money in there. Mm, but not a lot. <laughs> but not a lot. Mm. All right. Now, yeah. let me ask you, based upon what you learned from this story and what you continue mm-hmm. to learn, I mean, you've learned so much over the years. What one action would you recommend our listeners take to avoid suffering the same fate? Think about that young man or yep. woman who's got some money now. They've had a good job. They've yep. made good money. They mm-hmm. want to make their first mm-hmm. investment. What one piece mm-hmm. of advice, one piece, would you give them? Okay. I still focus on the knowledge before invest. Got it. Okay. Yeah. Doesn't matter how much you have, how much you earn, keep your money safe first before you start to invest anything. I'm not talking about stock only. Mm. I'm talking about maybe cryptocurrency if you want to go in. Even the the wash, <laughs> even the painting, yep. even why or anything, if you want to invest, you have to know them well. So the knowledge is very important before you get in. Because the knowledge 
is everything. You can learn a lot. And if you not, but when you learn, but maybe it's not the right way to go, you have to learn from the experience. That's mm. that's that's a knowledge. That's a knowledge. So that's uh, my that's why because uh, because the next question, the next the, the next question of, of you is uh, what is my goal in the next twelve months? Yes. <laughs> so that's that. That is that is from my from my advice. It came from my advice because of knowledge is very important. Mm. So my 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 dream is my dream. Maybe I not not the, the next twelve months, but for the rest of my life. From now on, I'm dream that I can give the knowledge to the people that want to go to invest in the stock market to the Thai people, to everybody in Thailand, understand about the the investment and how they benefit from investment and mm. can how Thai people can have financial freedom with our help of the government. Right. That's my dream. That's, that's my beautiful. dream. So yeah, that's that's why I I wrote the book in Thailand. Maybe you mm. you never read it. <laughs> you probably got it in Thai. I would, <laughs> I would Thai. read it very slowly, unfortunately. What is the yeah, title of your book? I have a two yeah, my book in the in my you can see you can you can yeah. not see the podcast, right? Okay, yeah. it's a it's a book about the value investor, but in my from my experience because when I worked for twenty years, I know what the, the way to invest, so I write mm. the book and so that the book that the, the income from the book I'm I'm donate all right. I donate all great. So I want to tell the people that what that I want to give you the knowledge for free. Mm. Uh, hopefully so right. everybody can can reach can reach that knowledge so my dream is uh, how Thai people can be maybe half of them not all half of them mm. or 10 20 percent of them because right now it's uh, only five percent can have financial freedom right. after retirement so yeah. I want to be the half of people Thai people can be that can be can be have a financial freedom by having Fantastic. getting them to have a have financial knowledge. So great. I don't know what uh, what is gonna happen in the in the future. Mm. Maybe I'm retired early and yep. going to school or going to to work for government mm. <laughs> and share the <laughs> message. That. I'm, I'm not. Yeah, I don't know. I'm, I'm, yeah. What That's if how people learn more about the money? Because yeah. in Thailand, when you say about the money. You know, the most people in Thailand, not not the most, uh, a lot of people in Thailand say about greedy. When you say the amount of money, mm. you say about greedy. You say right, it's a right. it's a sin. Money is a sin. So mm. that is not if you if you look at the money in a different angle. Right. Mm. Yep. Well, I know in the, in the Christian religion, it talks about the love of money is a sin. Mm. Money right. is a neutral thing, and mm-hmm. I always say that. In my own life, I've had times that I've had money. I've had times that I didn't have money. But my happiness mm. is not tied to my money. I right, can be exactly. happy. I remember when I was 18 years old and I didn't have any money. I couldn't go to university. Mm. But I was so happy. I lived in a little apartment in Ohio, in mm. Kent. And mm-hmm. I, I basically had a job and, and I was independent and making a little bit of money and I felt really happy. Mm. I had good friends and I always go back to that time in my mind to remember that even when you don't have almost any money, you can still be yep. happy and when you have a lot mm. of money, it doesn't guarantee you're happy. Right, exactly. But mm-hmm. uh, sometimes, uh, don't afraid about the money. 
So if you have money, exactly it's better than you don't have money, and you have you can have happy and money yeah. together. Yeah. Uh-huh. But the the real life, the real life is that uh, if you don't have a you don't have a money, I think not it's not not much money. You don't don't be to go rich to be yeah. rich people. That I'm not sure that you can mm-hmm. just mm-hmm. have uh, enough money to 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 have a life, to have a good life, and have a happy life. Mm. Good. All right. Well, listeners, there you have it. Another story of loss to keep you winning. To find more stories like this, mm. previous episodes, and resources to help you reduce your risk, go to myworstinvestmentever.com. And as we end, Kawi, I want to thank you for coming on the show. I know it's not easy Yo. talking about our losers, but... Well, welcome, welcome. I really yeah. appreciate that. So let me ask you, do you have any parting words for the audience? Mm-hmm. I would like to say good luck for everybody mm. to go into the investment world. And it's very fun, very happy to do that. If you have a happy investment, that's a good thing to, Great. to have. Okay. Fantastic. Well, that's a wrap on another great story to help us create, grow, and most importantly, protect our well fellow risk takers. I'll see you on the upside.